Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The answer to the question everybody wants to know. LeBron, what's your decision? Um, in this fall, man, it's, it's very tough. In this fall, I'm going to take my talents to... The Rich Eisen Show. Damn straight. Come on, bro. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What works for the Suns? Chris Paul's working. I guess you, you can run out of bad luck. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. NFL writer for The Ringer, Kevin Clark. Still to come. From the Showtime drama Black Monday, actor Paul Shear. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air, and we've got a fascinating show developing. Um, if you just missed it, uh, TJ Jefferson's not feeling great. Uh, uh, Chris Brockman says he's got to tell me something after the show, which is freaking <laughs> me out. Is he going to upset me? Is that what it is? No, but I'm super bummed about it, so I know that you're going to be disappointed as well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. Like, I'm, not not bad. Leaving, I'm not no. leaving the show. Okay. Because I, mean, I can't handle yeah. these no, things. No, 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 no. Especially since and I'm, I'm announcing something for the first time here. Um, I've got my annual physical afterwards, so I haven't eaten a damn thing today. I'm fasting because oh. there's going to be blood work to be yep. done. Yep. And um, Adam Chudwin, our, uh, our outstanding uh, call screener, um, came around with uh, Cantor's Deli challah bread. Oh, my gosh. It was and amazing. I actually, I'm, I'm sure you're enjoying it. I literally took a slice for later. Like, oh I'm going oh, to bring oh, no. a slice oh, wow, of challah nice. bread into the doctor's office. <laughs> the minute they draw the blood, I'm going to start eating it. <laughs> it's what I'm going to do. It's the dumbest, stupidest thing I've ever thought of, especially since I have it right here and I've been smelling it the entire <laughs> yeah, show. I, I have to take a bite. Flipping me out. Holla. Holla. I had that too. Holla. Holla. Extra boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gives new meaning to our Method Man drop that's been there for years. Holler at your boy. Holler. But so he said holler. He said holler. Right, right, right. But it's holla. What a great interview that was. I haven't oh, yeah. seen that one in a while. It's fun having him here, especially when you dared to tell him that Staten Island well, was your city. Well, you know, right I had to remain consistent about my no, take. you weren't going to tell him. I dragged it out of you. Well, you were never you going know, to say that to his face. I wasn't. I made you say that <laughs> I, to his I face. I wasn't. That was... I wasn't going to say it to his Clance. face. Wu-Tang Clans. <laughs> North Shore, Staten Island's finest. What is it? Fresh Kill, Rich? Fresh Kill's Landfill. Yeah. Which has since been closed. Seriously, there will be... I will hopefully one day take my children to go skiing there like that yeah, that's uh, how high. that's how high the mountains will be you will be able to ski down those if you if uh, uh, they could make they could turn it into a ski resort there wow. if there was a westerly wind blowing oh my god jersey was getting that whiff 
driving up and down the turnpike. Now you I, got it. I hate to tell you, Mike. There's no westerly. It, it, the the jet stream of the United know, States goes, goes west, I know west that. to east. Always, so that was just New Jersey you were smacking. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. That Jersey. We had our own. What a great way to start our show. <laughs> this show. That's right. We had the Hackensack Meadowlands <laughs> development. Kurt Warner and Kevin Clark already on this program. If you missed it, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We re-air every day right out here on NBC Sports on Peacock as well. Um, I'm going to be, uh, let, just let everyone know, um, some show news in regards to that. We'll do that later on in this hour. Right. Paul Shear is going to be joining us on this program. Hour number three of this show. Um, we have reached. Paul Shear is in the terrific uh, show that uh, Don Cheadle is in called Black Monday, Showtime, uh, 10 Eastern Time, Sunday nights, and uh, Paul Shearer will be joining us. He's a diehard Clipper fan, sir. So we'll talk all about, maybe he has a man crush on Reggie Jackson as well, like I, like I did. <laughs> you sure do. He, he traveled to Phoenix for a couple of the games. Did he really? He did. So he's, was he there for the Valley Oop? He must have been. Mm, I don't know if it was the he, early end or the, the late when it was a closeout. He might have been there for the closeout. The closeout was here in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. I know he was, so he was probably games. here for the closeout. Following his social media, he was. Do I ask him why didn't Chris Paul give him a shout out like he did Billy Crystal? <laughs> I think that's fair. That should be your, probably your lead. Does it mean we just go straight? Rather than just straight in. Paul, what gives? <laughs> what gives? Um, let's get to uh, some phone calls right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Alan Dallas, what's up, Al? How you been, Albert? Gentlemen, how are you? Hang yeah. in there, Mister Wonderful, Tom Hanks, O.J. Simpson, and Alan Dallas. Is, is we'll it share something in common? Is it your birthday today, today too? Yes, sir. Hey! hey! And Rich, it's the big one. I got the letter in the mail. I sent it to Brockman the other day. Oh, yeah. You're fitty. It's a 50 piece. It, it, oh, God. Who's the better golfer, oh. Al, out of that group? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. Okay, I'd love, I'd, lo I'd love to pull OJ head to head with me versus OJ. I'd love to take him on. Well, I mean, <laughs> no sir, sir, well, let's just make sure. Al, I'd rather, Al, I would rather you join him for the search of the real killers. Actually, yeah, that's a, there you go. Hey, so a couple things. Um, yes, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks's career spans so many different genres mm -hmm. that I don't know if you could just do top five or under because he goes from the comedy to the serious so from the subliminal to the sublime but you, you follow what i'm saying like it's hard to just put him in because i'm looking through there and that thing you do doesn't belong there but that's besides the point it doesn't belong in the top five it just doesn't meaning, um, meaning it's it's but, rated properly it's not an underrated hanks film is what you're saying i don't think it's an underrated hanks film but i don't think it belongs in the top five of all, of tom hanks film no, I, I, can, I mean, I can i can have that argument with you i yeah, understand yeah that. Um, so, so that, so that's the first thing, and the second thing, TJ, I, 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 I don't understand you being a Cowboys fan, and you, you kind of let Rich off the hook a little bit here. The Washington Redskins going to the Super Bowl, they backdoored into the playoffs, right? Rich? Yeah, but, but Al, what, what can I say about that? Because they won the division last year. And oh my god, you know, I, I, hold on a second. Hold, I, I'm, hold I'm not on. trying to be I, like, as I've been trying to say, I'm trying to take the stigma off of cowboy fans that were this, that, and the third. So I'm not going to argue with it. You. you have a valid point. No, They've I got an ill defense. Got to put you in between the two of us yeah, when he's got a problem oh, with no, what no, I said. I'm just you know, listen. I'm, I'm, I kind of you know because TJ and I are, are going to be a, a big Eisen word by the way, simpatico on this one. <laughs> I mean, you know, like. It, it, you look, nobody's been bashing the Giants more than me, Richard, the last couple of years. No, I know that. You, but, I, mean, but the, I, I mean, you don't even, and you're not even giving them the time of day that, on, in the, Washington and the Cle Cleveland Browns. 
I will tell you this. I have better faith in Fitzpatrick and Baker Mayfield than I do Daniel Jones right now. Whoa, this is your, this was your guy. This was your guy. You love this guy. <laughs> what do you mean? When was Daniel Dan, Jones? When, on what? On what? I, at what I registered too, by the way. I love I that. At what point was Daniel Jones my guy? When? When is Daniel Danny Jones? Dimes. When has he been my guy? Danny Dimes. No, I. I, my, I yeah, like nobody oh. called him Danny Dimes. Nobody's ever called like. Come I, I on, never, Danny I, Dimes. Please, I don't know how he earned that nickname. Like what? Like he? Like. You gotta you gotta crawl with the pennies before you walk with the nickels and run with the dimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on, I mean, Washington Redskins. Oh, wow. oh my Good. God! Football team, man. Oh, Football come on team. now, let's go. Richard, listen, yes, listen. I, I I just to even add to your uh, dilemma before. My, my sister, God bless her soul, back from New York, sent me four burgers from Gramercy Park Tavern by Gold oh. Belly. I'm, I hate to give Gold Belly a plug, but. That, that's Congrats. what's going to be for dinner tonight. They Happy birthday, Al. Happy birthday, Thanks for birthday Al. with us. There you go. Big uh, be good, brother. Is there Fitty. Al's turning Fitty. Fitty, dang. Is it really out of, is that a hot take, Washington, going to the Super Bowl this year? To the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. I think so. yeah a little hot. Uh, Rich, they are 22-1 to 1 to win the Yeah, there's NFC. like two or three NFC teams that are better than them. That two I or three. One, two, three. There's, there's nine, ten well, better I mean, than them. Okay, in the odds. They have the same odds, Rich, just in case if you're curious, as the Chicago Bears. That's crazy talk. That's not. That's Come crazy. On. Come on. That's crazy. Come on, man. McLaurin, Samuel, you saw how that kid Gibson ran the ball last him. year. I love Gibson. I'm keeping him in fantasy. Okay. Come on now. He ain't getting by Tampa Bay, though. Tampa Bay's going back, people. When the Washington football... All right, let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> oh, let's oh, do it. Yeah. Oh, baby. Hang yeah, on. Mike. Let me get the music. music. Stand Hit by. It. Films, oh, bells. Let's go. Here we yeah, go. But let's see. Scramble the Jets. Scramble the Jets. Need the music. Scramble the Jets. Let's go. <laughs> and I need the schedule. <laughs> I, mean, I need a pen. Well, you see, I was ready. I, was I got ready a pen. First. I got the music. Schedule's coming. Let's I can't have everything ready. Schedule's coming. Attaboy. Hey, Hoskins. Hoskins. Oh, Hoskins. Oh, Hoskins. Before Rich? Okay. Okay. I mean, week I one lost. Right, I mean, go. what are we here doing? We week one loss home for the Chargers. Chargers going to East? Nah, nah, nah. Are you nah. kidding me? Rich, Oof. all you've done Early this game, week and this offseason is talk about Justin Herbert. Great. So I don't think he's going to he's gonna have a terrific season, but... By the way, great job, Howard Katz and the rest of the crew and Mike North. Putting putting Herbert versus Fitz in week one is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I am taking the Washington football team to win that one. Okay. Ooh, and I'm taking the Washington football team to beat the Giants. 2-0. 2-0. Oh, no. oh. And then I have them low. losing to the Buffalo Bills. Like then I have them beating the Atlanta Falcons. Then they have them beating the New Orleans Saints. Oof. I do think they're going 4-1. and one. I think that defense is going to chew people up and spit them the hell out. That's wow. the way I feel about this defense. The Kansas Chiefs City. beat them, okay? The Chiefs beat them. That makes them four and two. They go to the Green Bay Packers. Who's oh. <laughs> the quarterback? Who's no, the quarterback? Shit. Exactly. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, that's a total. That's why they're the shrug emoji it's team. It's Aaron, Ron- Aaron Rodgers. All right. All right. That's a loss. Come on. All right. Four and three, three at the Denver Broncos. That's a win. Five and three. I know that's a tough place to play, but they're going to beat them. Tampa Bay. Home for the Buccaneers. They're going to win that football oh. game. Don't forget who gave him a tough try. I understand Devin White wasn't in that game. Taylor Heineke hit him with the Heineke. <laughs> then they're going to beat the Carolina Panthers at 7-3. and three. Home Ooh. for the Seattle Seahawks. They are going Monday to night. win that game on Monday night. Ooh. They're 8-3, and three and they're going to – I'm high on them. They're going to um, – they're going to lose to the Las Vegas Short Raiders. Short week in Las Vegas. That's a loss. Right. 
They're going to lose to the Vegas Raiders. Then they're going to, here we go. This is where it all comes down. Rubbers meeting the road. They beat the Dallas Cowboys Oof. to go 9-4. and four. Wow. They're at the Philadelphia Eagles. They win that one. They are 10-4. and four. They're at Dallas. I think they, actually, here's the thing. I think they're going to, um, yeah. they're going to lose to the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. How about that? Nine and five. Then they're going to win their last three. They're going to beat the Cowboys again and sweep them. They're going to beat the Eagles, eleven and five, and the Giants, twelve and five. That's how much I love the. Oh, they win the NFC with that. I know that people are going to be like, "What are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? <sighs> what did you just do? Yeah, I just gave them twelve and five. I did Jeez. it. I did it on July 9th. On July 9th. I got to back my play if I think they can make. Well, the, yeah, obviously. I mean, I got to back yeah, my play here. Yeah. So Fitzmagic MVP? No. But Chase Young, Defensive Player of the Year. Yes. He's the MVP of their team. Chase Young. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. All Fitz has to do is just throw it in a couple of windows that he... he, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 I love it. I'm high on him. You're high. That's good. I don't think they... I don't think I'm... I don't, I don't think it's out of the realm that they make it. I don't think they do because you know I'm not betting against Tom Brady. No, you no, can't. No, you can't. Uh, Rob in New Orleans, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Rob? Hello, Richard. I, oh. <laughs> uh-oh. I feel like I'm at hey, it's uh, My gosh. I feel like they, they, uh, I'm being called to the principal's office here. What's going on? In, uh, well, you kind of are because in the words of Mr. Hand, what are you people on dope? <laughs> <laughs> Hola, Mr. Hand. Now, now, maybe you, I enjoyed the Tom Hanks discussion. Yes. But there was this little indie picture underground, you know, directed by Penny Marshall called oh. A League of Their Own. But not not underrated, though. Everyone loves it. No, 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 yeah. he's talking about the top five that oh. we forgot about, oh, I assume. Five. Is that top what you're correct? Five. Yeah. Top five, Brockman. Don't get me started, Brockman. I'm good. Get no, man, I love that movie. Give me I love that movie. Mm. Well, that is a great movie. It's it's a... It has so many great performances and subtle things in it. And Hanks goes crazy. He's great. I mean, I've never seen Hanks get that crazy in a film where he yells and spits and urinates and just, (laughs) I mean. He's incredible. Come on, man. I agree. Come on. He's great in that movie. He is terrific in that film. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell, Gina Davis. It's it's my second favorite baseball movie behind The Natural. I, I just love it. All right, I appreciate the call. An excellent, um, excellent, uh, um, Mr. Hand reference. What are you smoking, bro? Give me some. Thank you very much. Boy, the Road uh, is awesome. Whenever it's on, I stop and watch it. Here's some. Here, to. here are some Hank's films that we've been getting on Twitter and a direct message. Road to Perdition. Oh. Sneaking with Paul Newman. With Paul Newman. Yeah. It's just that I didn't, for some reason, and it, I know this is heresy. I, it was tough to buy Tom Hanks as a it man. Yeah. A little bit. Well, it's just because he's kind of he's yeah, I just You know what I mean? I know, but and that's a testament to to, to him and you know, he was Mr. Rogers. He's not a hitman. Um, but good for him to say I'll I'll play a I'll 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 play a hitman opposite uh Paul Newman. I mean, jeez. What yeah. a cast. And then uh Charlie Wilson's War is another Wilson's one that War, keeps getting really mentioned like. as being underrated. That's a good one. Uh, hey, look, I'm a dog person as much as anybody else, but Turner and Hooch, we're not. We're just not going. We're not going to entertain it. Yeah, spoiler alert! I mean, you can't. I mean, Have we uh, mentioned the Green Mile? Oh my God! Oh, I don't think that's underrated. I think that's 
You're no, talking about no, top, top five? five. I'm just saying in general because we've named yeah. almost yeah. all of his movies. That like, is another. He's got. It's just there's too many. To go. Hold on a second. Hold he's on a go. second. Hold on a Up second. There for top five. There are some like is there's a difference between a Tom Hanks movie and Tom Hanks is in the movie. Yeah, I think a league of their own. It, you'd be hard it's, pressed to say that's right, a Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks movie because there's so many other people. Right. But like Castaway, that's a, movie. That's a Tom what Hanks. About, movie. What about what about what about the Green Mile? Is that a Tom Hanks movie or is that like a Stephen King movie? Right. I mean, Hanks is number Hanks one wasn't on even the call nominated sheet. in that. He wasn't the nominated actor from that. Film. Yeah, that was. But yeah. it's about him and how they let you know, letting Paul Coffey die kind of affected the. No, rest I, of I understand it's that like, John Coffey. Right. Like Paul Coffey was an yeah. excellent oh, uh, Coffey, hockey player. Yeah, yeah. Right? For right. the, the drink only not spelled the same. <laughs> I think I consider the Green Mile Tom Hanks movie, okay. but uh, top five, I think it's up there. All right, crazier take: Washington oh. in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Washington? No, no, no. And I know I've opened my I know I've opened my flank here with a, a twelve and five win loss game with the Washington football team. I get it. I understand that. Is that what you came up with? Because as soon as you said they were sweeping the Cowboys, I honest to goodness, that's I just, what they do though. I they do out. that. They do it. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. Really? Like last year? Yeah. Okay, that's hardly all the time. <laughs> and considering that they've over the last. What do you got? Do you have the numbers? I do. If oh. you just give me a second here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The Washington football team have defeated the Cowboys seven times since 2002. Now, they play twice a year, so. Do the math. But what about in the last? Let's talk recent. Yeah. Like Recently, uh, the last six. One, two, three, four, five, six. We're three and three, the last six. Yeah. But yeah. before okay. that, recency. Dallas like, won four in a row. Washington stunk on ice for half the time that I've I've yeah, been with NFL the Network. Two pick the whole time. As Janet Jackson says, "What have you done?" The for Jim Zorn arrow. Let's not forget. <laughs> I mean, Zorn. come on, man. That's it. Dallas is seven and four against Washington in the last eleven meetings. So uh, there you go. Yeah, and so I, so once you said you were going to sweep Super Bowl, zero. oh. And we also went through five quarterbacks last year, so maybe that was a reason that they swept us. But, you know, yeah, whatever. I just, I just hear excuses. That's what I hear. How's I hear that an excuse? That's a, a fact. Talk. That's a, a statement of, of fact. I know. Excuses I'm way table out on a limb here. You're out, I get it. You're out on a limb. You're out on a limb, but it's fine. No. Oh, yeah. See, there's Here TJ in, <laughs> in Castaway. There he is. <laughs> TJ's been away for a while. Lots happened with the Cowboys since you were on that island. What happened? Look at you over. Over. Trip slash motorcycles. That was right there for the poor, take. Poor man. All right. We'll take a break. Paul Shears coming up next. <laughs> Paul Shears coming up next from the Showtime, hit Showtime program, Black Monday. Paul Shear, when we come back here, good times. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How many fantasy leagues are you in in real life, Paul Shearer? I was in three, but now I've had a baby, so things have to really So now you'll down. be in four. Yeah, I got to no, get I one mean, more. Come on, let's focus on wh- <laughs> where you it's need hard. your outlets, Paul. I-, I couldn't believe how hard it is to have a fantasy team and actually have a baby at the same time, besides the fact that I can't watch the games now at all. Well, that's what this means, though, is that 2 a.m. feedings is perfect waiver wire oh, uh, see, trolling. that's a good you way to go. You can just get, you know, yes. You see, You're that's s- the way to do it. Come on, man. iPad in one hand, I've baby in the other. I've had three of them. Just come to me. You know, the Schaefer's have two now. I mean, yeah, they should I be able to come and help you They out got all those front. helpers. They got like 24-7 nannies. I can't afford that. <laughs> Does your baby understand fantasy football? My baby gets it. How he's old is your great. baby? How old is your baby? 15 months. Okay, so, so yeah. I'm the godfather to this baby. Yes, he is. Are so, you really? I'll yeah, say he this, is. Yeah. I'm not sure this baby gets fantasy football. He gets it enough. His mock drafts are this baby okay. Is, but here's the thing. He's still going. We need to, he goes, he goes yeah. for a quarterback in the first round. I'm like, yeah. you got to start off with a running back. He doesn't get that the, yet. Yeah. You know? Especially the way the league is right there's now. Time. Yeah, there's, there's time. There's time. Do you have a favorite cameo of a player showing up? Who's on? coming on the league this we fall? We have a bunch of people. You know, we had, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the Honey Badger on the show this year. He's so good. He's great. Tyron Matthews. Tyron Matthews. Yes. And uh, Clayus Campbell came on the show. He's hilarious. He is a monster-sized individual. The, you know, that's the thing. Imagine him with a helmet and pads on top of just the human being. Just, yeah. In real life, it was frightening. Because he's like, that's the thing. I always think that I'm younger than these guys because they are giant. Like, Steve Ranazizi said, they, like, if we're 100%, these guys have gone through, like, the 150% machine. They're mm-hmm. just, everything is just a little <laughs> bit bigger, you know? It's like, right. it's like enlarging your font on a, a document. They're just, pfft. Right. Uh, are are and, any of them like good actors? Like, do they come on and they know like, what, or they're just like? I love you. Yeah. We're like tag teaming you. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't I mind like interviewing Paul uh, Those guys. Clay's <laughs> uh, Campbell was great. Yeah. Marshawn came back this year, mm-hmm. killed it. Mm-hmm. Like, ever we have not had a bad person. Like to me, my favorite has always been Terrell Suggs. T Sizzle. Yeah, he came on and he was just like he got it right away. Um, but well, everyone's been pretty good. T Sizzle thinks this is his career, by the way, what he's done. There's oh, no yeah. question. You yeah. know, he's a movie producer too. Oh, he's yeah, into he's the, doing it what all. What movie? I don't he know. He has his own movies that he produces. But he like, produces he was in Sundance with his movie. Yes. 
He believe I think he thinks he's, he's an action hero when he wants to. When he wants to, yeah. <laughs> Terrell smart. Suggs has gone to Sundance. I have. These not. are things that happen. I was in Paul Shear and Rob Hubble were here in 2015. How about that? Six Ooh. years ago. Oof. We've been at this a while. Wow. We're here on NBC Sports on Peacock, PeacockTV.com, the Watch's desktop. And we're also on Sirius XM. We're also back on the Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate, uh, if you are listening to us, um, right here on, on this Friday program. Um, so we just showed his appearance in 2015, and here he is back on the Rich Eisen Show. Showtime's Black Monday. New air, new episodes air Sunday nights, Showtime at 10 Eastern time with Paul Shear. How are you, Paul? Rich, I'm good. I'm very good. It's very disconcerting to hear and see yourself mm. before you come on. If there's something to put your me in my head, that would be it. And I, now I feel like I have to, uh, you know, I really got to step it up here. No, Paul, your appearance in 2015 wasn't that great, so don't worry about it. There's no. <laughs> is that That's better? Is that better? For six years. <laughs> is, that, is that better? Oh man! Yeah. All right. So uh, before we get into uh, Black Monday, and then again sure. uh, your pod and everything else that you're doing. Um, this was um, a, a successful Clippers season, right? I mean, this was a terrific Clippers season, was it not? Yeah. Right? I mean, look, I, I'm very, very happy. Overall, uh, you know, I think being a Clippers fan is a lot of disappointment. I think that since Bombers come in, there's been steady moves forward every single year. And even though last year was a real bummer in the bubble, we needed that to get rid of Doc to, I think, really kind of bring in this new this new season, which I think was incredibly successful and fun. All I wanted as a fan was fun games again and to, to break the curse of the Western Conference Finals. So I got that. Yes. Everything else was house money. I know. And then, um, but, and, and it's just, I mean, it's crazy how these things happen. To have Chris Paul be the one to end the oh. run to go to the NBA Finals for him in his first, it's, it's weird, man. Let, it's, but yeah, also, let me see this. Yes. It's like, it's, it's, I will say uh, I love the Phoenix fans and, and everyone there, lovely, no. and I feel like every every one of these teams that was in the Final Four uh, deserved it and, and, and wanted it so bad. But they had an easy run in there, the Suns. I mean, we can't we can't uh, argue that they had a pretty smooth sailing. I mean, every single team they faced was missing their marquee player. Are you putting an asterisk on their run right now, Paul? Are you that guy? Are you <laughs> look, that guy? I've right seen now? the. I've seen the look. Look, if you're there, you're there. And if I was there, I would be like, "Who cares about an asterisk? I don't care." Like, I think it's for the <laughs> the non fans to be judging the asterisk, right? I'm, but I'm not that. I'm not that person. I'm just saying, if I was a team like that, I would be psyched. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, it's not great." If Clippers had a way in where it was a hundred percent, I would take it. I'm just saying, they had a pretty easy run. Well, you just went higher register on me register. right there, Paul. <laughs> you know, and you got to go higher register. Higher register on on the Rich Eisen show means you don't really believe what you say. You have to go higher register to believe it. But uh, but you know, you didn't have the Jazz didn't have Conley for you know the full time, and Mitchell was kind of hurt towards the end, right? I mean, isn't yeah, that what happened? I'm saying the whole idea of Mitchell being hurt, but Mitchell was putting up thirty point like he put up like five thirty point games. It's like. I get that he's hurt, but it was not affecting his production on any level. I get that maybe he was missing a little bit of speed, but you know, it wasn't. Uh, you know, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like, oh wow, he's really not a, a scorer here. And where you like lose somebody like Kawhi, you know, that's a big. That's a big deal. All right, well, let's put all our cards and on the table. Enzu. Paul Shear, let's put all our cards on the table right here. Are, yeah. Is this you maybe being a little bit? What's the word for it? Butt hurt in the fact <laughs> that Chris Paul gave a shout out to Billy Crystal and not you. <laughs> When he when he hit the 
You know, I saw this shout-out. And by the way, Billy Crystal should be getting that shout-out. Okay. Although I did not see him at a single playoff game okay. uh, this entire run. So, right. Uh, well, he yeah, was there that night. There. He was there that yeah, night? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was saying hello to uh, him. Yeah, he went to all right, I, uh, I, I, I was looking out for him a lot. Uh, but no, he should definitely get Look, yes. Billy Crystal is uh, bowed down to him. He was there through all of it, uh, 100%. Yeah, uh, you know he he and Lou Gossett Jr. were leaving the light on in the late eighties and you know, like in the oh, sports arena and stuff yeah. like that. So they, they cleared the path for us. Yeah, did you go so, to any yeah. of the games in Phoenix? Did you go to the games in Phoenix? Yes. Oh, I went to Game Two in Phoenix. I was there. I was at a perfect vantage point for that insane final shot. The Valley uh, Oop. You were yeah, there from the uh, oh yeah. Oh my! I traveled. God. I bought tickets for Game Seven in Phoenix, knowing that that was probably. A reach, but I was going to, you know, I, if we were going to go to a Game 7, I was going to do it. And I've already said we, which is something I also hate. So nah, I'm no, already, but uh, flogging myself for I, that. So, uh, Paul Shear here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's let's get into this then. Um, are, are, where are you from originally? Are you a Los Angeles guy or where are you from? No, originally? I'm a New York guy. Okay. I grew up uh, with being like a Knicks, uh, Yankees, okay. uh, Rangers, that and Jets fan. That was my kind of my my calling card. So when you fan. moved to Los Angeles, you were that Nick fan who said, "There's no chance on this green earth I'll become a Laker fan. I'm choosing the Clippers." Is that your? Is I that... mean, yeah. I mean, Rich, you got to talk about it like this. Like I, I, I was in a lot of hurt. I mean, Knicks and Jets. It was not. It was not <laughs> fun. So when I came to LA, I was like, "I'm going to have kids." I'm going to have a family. I'd love to bring them to games. I yes. want them to have a team that they can root for and they can see. Yes. I don't want to have my kids being like these, uh, you know, these fans of like the Knicks who come like twice a year to play an afternoon game. And so, yeah, it felt too bandwagon to me to jump onto the Lakers. Also, if I'm being very honest, yes. it was too expensive. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. The Clippers tickets, you could, you could go, you could bring a couple of people. Right. You could almost <laughs> bring a, a family of 10 for 40 bucks <laughs> at a certain point. You mean Olo at Candy wasn't putting fannies in the seats? Is that what you're saying to me, Paul Sure. <laughs> I, I think honestly, you could, you know, really, uh, they would they would give you money to sit on the sidelines. <laughs> please come. <laughs> we beg you to please come. No, I I remember seeing some of those games in the old sports arena, and then they of course did move to Staples, and it did get a little bit, you know, uh, different. I just I just don't understand the Laker fan hate that was palpable in this town. Watching the Clippers yeah. go on their run—that was to me intense. unnecessary. It really was, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you probably have a better vantage point of where that rivalry comes from. And I've talked to so many people and about it because I have a lot of Laker fan friends and uh, that are not like that. But it's like, well, you started it first. The Clippers started it first. It's like, well, why? It's like, well, because during Lob City, uh, you were making fun of the Lakers and we weren't good and. You didn't respect us, and then that's one story. And then another story is like, well, those billboards, and it's like, okay, so there's a lot of like, like it just doesn't. It just, I, I think it really just comes down to, at a certain point, the Clippers became a little. They just stopped sucking. I mean, really, that that seems to be the <laughs> the root of it. It's like on some level there was a little bit of competition. It will never usurp the you know the 17 championships and the legacy i mean i think the lakers are synonymous with like sports like them and the dallas cowboys you can never you're never going to take them down but it is it was a pretty intense thing like going to the stadium watching people in lakers jerseys ready to boo if the clippers lost like it was like it was like just watching an executioner like, do i get out of this alive or not and then if we won they would walk off and it was like okay got out of that but there was some there were some tougher nights leaving there. Paul Shear here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk some Black Monday on Showtime, yeah. 10 Eastern time. 
Um, what what is it, I mean? What is it like playing somebody who has an incredible time in the 1980s? You must be. Oh my like, gosh! That, it's amazing. There's no keto. Uh, everyone's doing cocaine. You know, uh, we can watch whatever we want to watch. You know, it's a, they, this show has been great to kind of live through the 80s. I didn't get a chance to experience like being an adult in the 80s, and and now we're going into the 90s. And man, it was it was a wild. A, a way fun, more fun time. I mean, denim on top, denim on bottom. I mean, we were doing Jay Leno before Jay Leno back then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It just seems like one of those shows where everyone seems to just have a rip-roaring time that you get a script and you're like, I'm going to dig into this like with a knife and fork and just it's, chew it up, you know? It's the best. Well, you know, it's co-created by the guy, uh, David Cast, who created Happy Endings, who I know a lot of people love Happy Endings. And it's got this cast that's incredibly stellar from, you know, Don Cheadle, who is just, you know, the god. He's got it all going on. He can do comedy, drama, whatever. And you got Andrew Rannells and Regina Hall and Casey Wilson and myself. Plus, you have all these great people like Ken Marino uh, <sighs> popping in. It's just, it's a stacked cast of the worst people in the world. And every season gets a little bit, you know, more intense and weird. This season, it's a whole murder mystery. And we're very much involved in the televangelism world and the, uh, the world of fashion. So it's, it's been fun. And um, Ken Marino, by the way, greatest karaoke singer I've ever seen in person in my entire oh, life. Oh, his Macy Gray, yeah, Macy Gray. Is, yep. will knock your socks off. It's like, true. Google Ken Marino, uh, Macy Gray, after you're done uh, watching the show today, and, and you'll be blown away. And uh, having been at a karaoke uh, affair with Ken Marino, uh, if you have one of those old karaoke machines, uh, there is, I forget what song it is now that I'm bringing it up, but he is one of his first gigs in 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 the profession was, I guess, to dress up as a cowboy. And, you know, sometimes in the, uh, oh in the musical interlude moments and old karaoke machines, they'll have a photograph on the screen. One of them is Ken Marino. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm in this karaoke song. We're like, what the hell are you talking about? And he points it out. It was the whole room went insane. Like that I happened. Mean, Ken Marino is uh, a full of hidden treasures. Uh, for me, I'm a big Disney fan. And when you go on the uh, the Aerosmith rock and roll roller coaster, he is the sound engineer in the pre-show for that. So when you are getting ready to get on that roller coaster, there's Camerino mixing at the boards with the entire Fantastic. group of Aerosmith and Ileana Douglas. Now, I'm also going to ask a, a somewhat personal question here, Paul, but yeah. it, it involves me. So, um, sure, I love it. So, because I can't, you can't help but notice your your character um, in Black Monday um, has hair. And um, I don't know. How long have you been married, Paul? How long have I've you been, been married? married. I, I'm like in my relationship with my wife for 15 years. Okay. I've been, I think I'm married for 10 or 11. Okay. Now. I've been in a relationship with, I've known my wife since the, uh, the mid nineties, like 96, okay. 97. We met at, at ESPN. Uh, so I've known her a long time. I would be genuinely concerned taking a job in which I put on hair because my, I just wouldn't want my wife to look at the screen and give me the, huh? You know, she hates it. My wife, no, hates it. no, she hates. Okay, I, I, now let's she, get in. She, she, like, she doesn't like here's it. Here's the thing you are a good looking bald man, okay. and don't let anyone ever tell you differently. God bless you, Paul. Uh, some, some people can wear it, and some people can't, right? I think you can, okay, uh, very well. Thank you. Um, and I'll tell you this this is how I know my wife is being serious because, and this is some Hollywood, whatever. But her person on Grace and Frankie, who does hair, very well you know, established, great person, very, very smart, has an in 
with a person who can could do like if I wanted hair, I could go to his guy and I could get hair. I'm like I'm impossible to get hair because I'm too bald. I'm too far gone. Mm-hmm. But not anymore. Right. New technology. Things right. are happening. Right. And I said to my wife, and I was like, "What do you, would you ever want that?" And she was like, "Never. Absolutely not." And I feel like I don't know. I feel like I've talked to a few people about it, and not that I want to do it, but people are like, "That's you. Yeah, you got to embrace you." So I, I feel like. I like wearing the hair for characters and stuff like okay. that, but it's not me. So when so when the hair comes off after a long day of shooting yeah. Black Monday, you're like you're like relieved, right? Because I got to be honest with yeah. you, there uh, when I shot, I I I did the uh, for the our show open for the Super Bowl a couple of years ago in Miami. I got into a wig because we did a CSI Miami spoof, and right. I did the whole Dave Car- David Caruso thing. Yeah. And my Susie, my wife saw it, and she, I got the, huh, like that. <laughs> I, I got that. I got that. No, and that's why I was kind of asking you about it, like, huh. And I did at one point look at the, you know, me with the wig, and it looked really real. And I thought to myself, I even gave myself that. So you, I, God bless you, Paul. Oh, God bless I you. Get, I get, I get, I get a moment. I, I, I get that <laughs> when you glance at yourself in the mirror, you're like, oh, it looks a little bit different. But here's the other thing I'm going to say about, and I can. I could talk about bald all the time. Okay, good. Uh, but uh, so but I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> but I'll tell you this much: when you are bald and you have been bald for a while, yes, um, you don't age, right? And most people with hair age a little bit different. Like so, you will stay when you might have aged quicker, but you won't age like you. But you'll stay at this spot. Bald doesn't get like Larry David looks the same age his whole life. Right. Like, you know, so it's like, you know, uh, so I feel like the, the hair is a, a tricky thing. So we, we get it on the other side. We may have gotten there and gotten <laughs> a little bit older quicker, but I, I, there we go. So it's literally and figuratively a back end deal. Paul is what yeah, you're saying. That, that is it. I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm going to say, I feel like, you know, like I feel like I've looked roughly the same for at least 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you looked 50 when you were 12, pretty much. That. Exactly. And by the way, it wasn't a good look when I was 20 years old, but now I'm accustomed to it. Now I feel good about it. And your wife says, keep it. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Look at us, is what I'm saying. Look at the brotherhood. Paul Shear, part of the brotherhood. He's not going to turn his back on yes. us. Like Dion or Brian Urlacher. Yeah. You know, like all of a sudden you it. thought you knew somebody and then you don't anymore. You know? Jason Alexander with his hair system. Uh, I, the bit I did on Curb with Larry was like, it was, uh, I was his nemesis in one thing. And one of the things that was the most upsetting to him is that I was an, a, a bald man, like a bald man being, uh, a nemesis to another bald man. He felt like that really crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stick together. You got yeah, to stick together. Oh my gotcha. gosh. Uh, well, Paul, thanks for the time, man. Let's do this again. Um, if, I you know, it. we're fully vaxxed. You want to come in and hang with us? Let's go do it. Let's do it, man. It would be a blast. We'll do it this. Right. We'll do it. Thanks, soon. bud. You got yes. it. That's Paul Shear. New episodes of Black Monday airing Sunday on Showtime at 10 Eastern Time. The Brotherhood. By the way, back in the edit bay yesterday. You were? Oh, another one? That was ep- under wraps. Episode oh, you two. Did. Oh, Oh. Of Curb. See, I don't know if I want to wait. I don't know if I want to. I'm see not telling. But I'm, he's given no. I've given you nothing. And by the way, even with that whole business of like, like, just I want it known about you know 
hey, the the Rich Eisen show, Work in Blue, you know, pay-per-view, whatever. Yeah, no. You know, uh, like, hey, dark. the stuff after we dark. do after, after, dark. after dark, all that business, that, that we do it off the air. I tell you nothing off the no, air. No, no. About Curb. Know. Correct. No. Nothing. Nothing. I will tell you this. This oh. is what I will say. What? Oh. Episode two from episode one. Uh-oh. Better? Step up. Oh. oh, oh, oh well, that's what you would the hope, ramping right? up. I of mean, course. That's yeah. the way all I good mean, shows go. Oh. That the episode oh, one rich. is a lot of setups, a lot of everything. Episode two. I still oh. want to wait. Oh, my gosh. Come I on. like sitting at home. Come on. Still haven't heard anything about a date yet, though, right? It's so good. Just amazing. Spectacular. Somebody text TJ so we can hear the music. All right. Um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, is that is that your that's phone just, ring? Yeah, yeah, it's my te- yeah. it's my te- Watch, text. Text him. Are you serious? Yeah, text what? Right, TJ, TJ, well, I mean, yeah, turn it on. The, the phone because your phone is off. Yeah, usually. All right, so yeah, turn, take your phaser off. Stun. Watch. It's the best. Yeah, it's great. Unless I changed it recently and oh. didn't realize it. So now you sent a text and yeah, it's the best. <laughs> we hear that all the time. We love it. Oh, my I mean, gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Well done, TJ Jefferson. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, tell you uh, we'll tell you about uh, next couple weeks right here on the Rich Eisen yeah, you Show. you got some news for the people. Yes, indeed. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Saquon Barkley back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Are we ready to roll? Those are conversations I actually haven't had yet with, okay. with the trainers and with the coaches. The focus is, you know, taking one day at a time and, and kind of go with the flow and, and listen to your body and listen to your team 
um, and, and listen to training. I have the first overall selection in my fantasy draft. I choose you. We're good. If I was a better man, yes. I mean, I was told the best thing to do is better yourself. So I would say, why not? I'm just trying to chop wood to find out from you. If you're out there week one, I'm just all I'm trying to do. I'm just chopping wood on that front. So I'm taking you first overall in my draft, and I'm going to sit back and enjoy it immensely, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, I believe so. I know so. I do want to give you the floor on Shohei Otani and what we're seeing, uh, a unicorn. I read an article this morning about, you know, Babe Ruth only, what, pitched and played the outfield in, what, 218 games. And he said, you know, you can't do both. Well, Otani can't. It's kind of what Al Michaels used to always talk about. He said, you know, when you could be reading a book and when now hitting for the Oakland A's, Reggie Jackson, you, you stop reading. When Otani pitches or comes to the plate, you pay attention. Walk me through your journey here, Ezra. When did you know you said, well, you're like, you know what, I want to I wanna try for the, the Paralympic uh, team in track and field. I'm going to go for it. It wasn't until I was about eight years old I began track and field. And then I watched the Rio 2016 Paralympics. And at that moment, I, I told my parents, I'm going to make the 2020 Tokyo Paralympic team. It was one of those moments where you look back and you're like, that was it. That was where something took over me, where I, I knew it was like I was told, like, this is what you're meant to do. This is where the journey's meant to go. And so I, I watched those games. I was inspired. And then I said, I will be there one day. And then now, grateful for, all, for the journey. But five years later, I, I am there. I have a four-point plan to improve NBA replay. Jeff Van Gundy. I got a one-point plan, Red. Let me go Don't first. say get rid of it. Unless it's the last shot of the game and or a three-point line or two-point shot that we can do on the fly. You know, paranoia of trying to be perfect has actually hurt ability and instincts of our officials. I know replay is here, but replay was meant in the NBA when it initially came in for last shots and really these like high leverage situations. And I just think like all leagues, we've just gotten carried away. England plays Denmark in now 37 minutes from this very moment. Jared Harris joining us here. Do you consume anything during oh, I, during I the see. match or what do you got? I need a pina colada. We have some good old English sausages, I think. Oh. Fish finger sandwiches. Okay. And cucumber sandwiches. Oh, my gosh. It's a bit of an overkill. Jared, you are a lead pipe wheeling professional. AMC can't say to you that you didn't go out and do your best and do your hardest to promote The Beast Must Die. Your blood's flowing. You've you got butterflies in your stomach, and you're calling in to promote your show. People don't realize yes. how hard this job is. <laughs> <laughs> Fun week. All of it on YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio show. Um, hey, by the way, um, this is big news in my household. Boss Baby 2 on Peacock. Oh, Taylor is so fired up. It's in theaters, but it's streaming on Peacock as well. Love boss it. Baby, Alec Baldwin, Amy Sedaris is the new Boss Baby in town. My daughter Taylor is like we are. We are locked into Boss Baby this weekend. That is a fact. Can't wait. Right we're there. On we're Peacock. starting to get locked into Coco right now. Very good. Well done. But yeah, Boss Baby yeah. Two is one peacock. Well, yeah, Chris. I understand. I understand. Guess who's on the phone line right now? Last time he was on, he's like, it was my last appearance as an ESPN guy, and I'm like I don't know where I'm. I can't tell you where I'm going. We're back. Now we know where he's going. He just finished up uh, watching the weigh-in for UFC 264. Uh, he is now going to be covering the UFC for The Ringer, Spotify, and BT Sports. Everywhere. Our friend Ariel Hawani. Look at you, Mr. Hyphenate. Ah, hello, guys. What about Rich giving a shout-out to Peacock, Boss Baby, and then Coco is mentioned, competitor. I mean, we're trying to build up something nice That's here. I'll say we love Peacock in the Hawani household. Uh, but we like it for the WWE content. Yes. We watch over here, my boys and I. 
It's an absolute must-have. And so shout-out to the good people at Peacock. Here I am, independent Helwani, uninhibited, uh, Mr. Eisen. Look at I you. I shout anyone out. Read your that? freak flag fly, man. Free. Let's go. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, all right. Well, well, how, how, how was the weigh-in? What, what, what happened? Anything? Well, you need to uh, listen Dustin Poirier, so as, as you may know, uh, there's a two-hour block where these fighters, the 26 fighters competing on tomorrow night's card can show up. I actually think the weigh-ins are at times more interesting than the fights themselves because you really get a look at how these guys are feeling, how they look, what kind of weight cut they had. Um, you could show up at 9.01. You could show up at 10.59. The very first guy on the scale was Dustin Poirier. He made weight 156. He was good to go. 18 or so minutes later, Conor McGregor showed up. He made weight 156. He predicted that he'd make 156 and he'd be good to go. So the main event is good. Uh, it is official. There was one mishap. Uh, one female fighter, Irene Aldana, uh, weighed in three and a half pounds over the 136-pound bantamweight limit. She has to give up 30% of her purse to her opponent, Yana Kunitskaya. But other than that, we are good to go. That's how they handle it, huh? They don't just give her some time yeah. to just, you know... So it depends. Know. You can take the extra hour. Right. Uh, every state is a little different. You can take an extra hour in Nevada, or you could say, look, I'm three and a half over. I'm going to pay the penalty. Sometimes the opponent doesn't like that and will ask for you to suffer because they'll say, oh, you're going to give up that 30% rather easily. Uh, maybe you didn't kill yourself to get down to the you know, limit 136 in this case like I did, and you'll be fresh for going into Saturday. And by the way, the records will show that the person who comes in that much over typically wins because they didn't kill themselves on the way to the scale. So in this case, she's taking the uh, the penalty and the fight will continue. All right. So, uh, by the way, I respect Poirier just showing first thing up. I'm the first guy on the plane. Whenever my row is called, I got to get on. You know, um, that's me. You're the one pushing everyone out of the way? No, I'm the one getting <laughs> on because I want to get my stuff in the overhead bin and I want to get situated. I don't need anybody else putting stuff in the overhead bin. You know what I mean? I need I'll to get you. situated. So what... Yeah, uh, you're always like seat 1A, you know, nah. business, business, super executive class. You don't have to worry about nah, that. I don't, I don't need me to seat 1A. I don't have to flex like that. I just need to be in the first few rows while Brockman walks past me and I give him a stare and down. And you film it. And I do sometimes, too. <laughs> films it. I, Ariel, I, I seat Ariel, shame him. He I do seat see- shames me when we're on the same <laughs> <Wow>. flight. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rich is in probably, what, like 1B, 2A, no, whatever. No. I'm in 6 See, like I'm not that far back. No, you're you're, you're you're more you're more of a you're more of a D and an E guy. Yeah, you're right. I'm window. I go right to That's sleep. Uh, before I let you go, because we do have the old heart out. So how how do you okay. see the big fight going down tomorrow night? What's your thoughts here? Oh here. my, look at you uh, asking. Okay, so I will say uh, the fans are going to be the winners. How about that one? How okay. about that sitting on the fence? Right. And uh, I will also say I think it's going to go longer than the first two fights. First fight ended in the first round. Second fight ended in the second round. I actually think this might go the distance. Ooh. I think it's going to be really close. Uh, I think it's a toss-up right now. Connor's a slight underdog. I, I, I think he's worth taking a flyer. But if you tell me right now you've seen the fight and Dustin won, I believe you. You tell me you've seen the fight, Connor won. I believe you. These guys are very, very evenly matched. But if you're looking to bet, Connor being the dog, I think it's it's worth a look. Ariel Helwani, um, uh, do you want to respond to a shirtless Nikita Kucherov saying that Montreal Canadian fans <laughs> acted in there that they uh, that they won the cup with their one Stanley I, Cup final I win? I do not want to uh, validate that jabroni's comments in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Listen, we were the 18th seed. We had no business even being there. They're 18 million over the salary cap. They bought their way to a championship. We did it the old hard-fashioned way with youngsters like Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. We will be back. 
We will be there. The Lightning are going to have to break up because they tried to uh, break the rules here and buy themselves a championship. Congratulations. No one cares about hockey in Tampa Bay. The city of Montreal should be very proud of Les Habitants. Okay, what's more likely to happen? Habib fighting again or uh, somehow, some way on planet Earth, Damian Lillard winds up a Nick? What do you think? Oh, my gosh. Uh, what's more? I'm what's going to go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Dame time. Dame Dollar is coming oh. to the Mecca. And guess what's going to happen? Here's the prediction. Dame Dollar is coming to the Mecca. Yep. The Knicks will be on fire. MSG will be the center of the basketball universe. Rich Eisen's going to try to jump back on the bandwagon, and I'm going to stiff arm him. And say, no can do. Here's your last chance. I like yeah. the post ESPN Hawaii. I like it. He's free. I like it. Look at By you. The way, all those guys at ESPN who've been laughing at the Knicks for the last 10 years, none of you, and you know who I'm talking about, Kellerman and company, none of you are allowed on the bandwagon again. You made your point. You put your, 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 your flag in the sand, your Brooklyn guys now. When Dame Dollar comes to the Mecca Dame in Dollar. about, I don't know, a month or so, oh! you're not allowed on the bandwagon well, either. Table, All right, Ariel. Have a good time at the fight. Congrats on your new landing spots, plural. Thanks for the call. Thanks, guys. There's Love Ariel. You, Rich. Take right care. back at you. Ariel Hawani. Hey, Ariel. All right, so there you go. I'd be the first to weigh. If I can weigh in, I'm like, I'm gone. What am I waiting? What are you waiting for? You're waiting if you know you're not going to make weight. Yeah. You're trying to cut. You're purging? You're doing something. Wind sprints in the parking lot. Tom Brady. Okay, uh, so I want to thank Kurt Warner, uh, Kevin Clark, and Paul Shear. We are dark next week. We are we are taking a break. We are we are vacationing. We are going to be. Uh, but Ben Lyons will be hosting the Rich Eisen Show on this radio station and radio affiliate. And then Ben will be in this chair the week after that with Susie following him, my wife, because my, my wife. My wife. Because <laughs> we gotta do that every time. No need what. a drop, I guess. Now. I need a drop. I need a drop. Uh, I will be hosting Tokyo Gold. Hey. hey, I'll be hosting Tokyo Gold every day at 11 a.m. on the uh, Peacock, uh, the Olympic Channel. Isn't that Peacock. a Steely Dan song? Tokyo Gold. I don't <laughs> 11 know. 11 a.m. Eastern. When I when I first uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. Yes, because that's midnight Tokyo. As soon as it, everything's over, as soon as the games are over, there I am. I'll be there. Nice. And uh, as soon as I heard the name of that title of the show, I'm like, does that mean we, we like, it pounds, if you win silver or bronze, you pound sand? <laughs> no, but we are covering all aspects of the Olympic Games Everything. from Tokyo, Japan. Awesome. Best I can do it from the state of Connecticut. Love it. So that's happening. And then... I'll be calling in. I'll be part of the show. I'm not yeah, going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, still I'm not mix. going anywhere. Come out to the coast. I'd love to. We'll be we'll be here. Yeah, I know yeah. you will be. Yeah, yeah, we'll be here. So you're out until August then, right? I I I'm going to be through the Olympic Games, but Oof. I'm part of the show. I'm not I'm not disappearing. I will be phoning in. I will be I will be part of this. I'm I I will loom loom <laughs> large. Welcome to the party. Pal. Thank you. It's going to be your longest uh Yeah. But it'll absence be great. from the show, right? It'll be, no, it's not an absence from the show, well, TJ. I mean, absence from... I don't from... want the radio affiliates and everybody out there thinking that I will disappear like a Your ghost. Your absence from the El Segundo Hacienda. I, as opposed to hosting, I will loom. You like loom. Kaiser Sose was gone. <laughs> yeah, he's not he poof, was no, That was a trick, though. That was a trick. This is no trick. This is no trick. I'm still in the peacock world. I'm talking Olympics every day. Yes. I think that's after the show that Carrie Champion and uh, 
Kenny Mayner hosting. There's a cool so this is gonna be like an old sports center. Like I'm so doing an hour long yeah, show yeah. that re airs throughout the day once I'm done, and the guy who's right. doing the show before me is Kenny Mayner. Are we still so airing on Peacock during huh? the Olympics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I that yeah. was one thing I had was complete. I didn't know if we were just radio only. No, Rich Eisen we're show everywhere. is on NBC still. Sports on Peacock every hey, man, day. I just wanted to reiterate. reiterate Do you that. hear me when I talk? I, yeah. The Peacock 20, Olympic lineup is awesome. Snoop and Kevin Hart Kevin have Hart, a show. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such a fun three weeks. And then we wonder why TJ heard. <laughs> Sorry, TJ. I'm not quitting. <laughs> well, I know you're not quitting. Thank you. But... I'm just starving, man. I've been fasting all yeah, day. Go. I'm going to go take this physical. Yep. I'm going to crush it. You look I, great. Thanks. You do, Rich. You know what? Beautiful bald man. (laughs) (laughs) Final poll results over there, Chris. Oh, man. Most underrated Tom Hanks movie. Hold on. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Oh, and we know it's that thing you do. That thing you do. 45. It's Bachelor Party. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, exactly. 45. 45. All right. Uh, feel better, T.J. Jefferson. Oh, oh, Eisen and Hooch, everybody. There you go. Eisen and Hooch. Look at that dough. That's a pretty good Photoshop. Hopefully Hooch is We'll Hooch see you in a couple a months, Rich. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Signing off from the Rich Eisen Show for the moment. Rich Eisen.